All right, everyone. Welcome to this week's roundtable. Uh, happy Holy Week mm. as we lead up to Easter. This is a week for us as believers to uh, to reflect on this week. And I love celebrating Easter because we know when it was, it's connected to the Jewish Passover. Right. And so we know exactly the yeah. time and, and thinking about what was Jesus doing mm. during that time, during this week. And uh, we were talking as elders and just starting our our day, our week off Monday morning, thinking about what Jesus was doing when he went into the temple. He started that week yeah. uh, going into the temple, clearing it out in Luke 19. And I just want to reflect on, yeah. on that and, and what, you know, what God's teaching you and how you're approaching Holy Week and what your thoughts are. Yeah. Uh, but that was such a meaningful time as an elder team, just to, oh, man. to spend some time in Luke 19 and um, and I and it was good because it's it's actually I don't know one of the more unremarkable days or whatever as you're thinking about Holy Week or whatever just mm-hmm. the that entrance into Jerusalem and, and the clearing of the temple and all that but man it was amazing how much just that short little passage mm. stirred among us as yep. we really let it settle in and yep. pray through that you know yep. there's just not a like a wasted day this yep. week you know what I mean oh and, totally and preparing for it's Easter. It's so it, basically he goes in, he clears out the temple and he, he says, um, he begins to throw out those who are selling. It says, and he said, it is written, my house will be called a house of prayer, but you have made it a den of thieves. Mm-hmm. And, and so he's quoting Isaiah 56 and just going back and reading Isaiah 56, listen to this. And this is so mm-hmm. cool to think about Jesus had this passage memorized. He, this is a passage that he meditated on and was meaningful to him and so he quoted it in that but but listen he says as for the foreigners who join themselves to the lord to minister to him to love the name of the lord and to become his servants all who keep the sabbath without desecrating it and who hold firmly to my covenant i will bring them to my holy mountain and let them rejoice in my house of prayer their burnt offerings and sacrifices will be acceptable on my altar for my house will be called a house of prayer for all nations. Mm. This is the declaration of the Lord God who gathers the dispersed of Israel. I will gather to them still others besides those who are already gathered. All you animals of the field and forest come and eat. Israel's watchmen are blind. All of them. They know nothing. Mm. All of them are mute dogs. They cannot bark. They dream, lie down, love to sleep. Mm. These dogs have fierce appetites. They never have enough. And they are shepherds who have no discernment. All of them turn to their own way. Every last one for his own profit. Come, let me get some wine. Let's guzzle some beer. And tomorrow will be like today, only far better. As I think about Jesus clearing out the temple, Uh, I've been examining my own heart all week and just saying, God, Jesus, come in with your whip and drive right. out the sin in me because those are the leaders. Yes. Yes. Totally. It's haunting as a leader. Yes. To think about these, Jesus looking around at this whole system of power and corruption and he, oh. the context reading Isaiah 56 kind of gave it more meaning to me thinking about what Jesus was. Because earlier, you know, when he, uh, when he's on the brow of the hill, looking down into the city, you know, that's where he more with compassion is saying, Oh, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, mm-hmm. how often I wanted to gather you as a, as a hen would gather her chicks, mm-hmm. but you would not. And behind all that is these leaders, right? I mean, right. he's looking at a city that's actually like sheep who are, you know, 
culpable for sure, but following these leaders who are, are right. you know, setting the banquet table right. of corruption for the rest to, to dine at. And uh, so when, you know, the prophetic word goes out, it goes to those leaders, which mm -hmm. is again, why as elders, we were like, kind of we're on holy ground here. Like, what does Jesus want to do to cleanse us? You yeah. know, what is the place for you in reflecting on your sin? Yeah. And how, you know, because yeah. some people would say that's, that's, um, I don't know, from a worldly perspective, that seems excessive. It seems like, right. why would you beat yourself down and think about your sin? Yeah. And, but well, as Christians, that's part of what I feel like this do. Holy Week, you know, is typically more of a high church, even Roman Catholic uh, focus or whatever than for the typical non-denominational evangelical church. I think it's maybe especially for us, though, because we quickly get to the salvation, the, the gospel, which beautifully. But even this morning, uh, we were talking about earlier that so James, my son-in-law, wrote this song that Veritas has been singing. Um and we'll sing it again. Good Friday. Um, is it called this? this there cup? was a cup. There was a cup. But the imagery is just the, the cup of wrath that Jesus took down, you know, like, like, and the words have this idea of the, the cup kind of being brimming with my sin, like mm. I'm guilty. And he took that cup from me, you know what I mean? And took it him, mm. himself. And so even this morning, I, uh, just walked and had that song and I kept redoing it just from actually just the YouTube of last Sunday's uh, service, because I just wanted once again to focus on that. But, but it was cool because mm. I realized as I, as I let that song lead me in worship that I wasn't downcast. I wasn't, you know, head down tears flung. It was actually this like, freedom i found myself like lifting my head and rejoicing in the fact that no jesus took that cup out of my hand like here here i stand looking at this mm -hmm. guilt and and mm -hmm. shame and and he like gently you know let me take that from you, you know mm -hmm. what i mean takes it from me on good friday and mm -hmm. and the i mean even now i just feel this oh, this release mm -hmm. and this relief that yep. That's what Christ has done. But but we have to start by looking at the cup, right? We have right, to start by right. saying, no, what what has he done for me? Mm -hmm. Not just the sins of the whole world, but what is the cup that I bring to the table that he takes from me? And so it's been a beautiful couple of wow. days, I feel like, in the word, kind of letting God do that work. I feel like for me, um, some a couple of different conversations happened this week that really drew that out of me. You know, you're praying and you know you know, like, yeah, I'm a sinner. And sometimes mm -hmm. you don't, you don't know exactly what to confess. Like, I haven't done anything really bad, right. You know, recently right. that right. I know to confess. And so just kind of praying through this and Lord, you know, come into my soul and show me. And in a couple of conversations, mm -hmm. it's like a, something was poked in my mm -hmm. soul that just drew out my sin and my, my tendency to want to, um, control have dominion have mm. Mm. uh you know kind of the territorialism and mm. and and coming back to this sin back in genesis 11 of the people that that wanted to make their name great yes let's come make our name great and make a name for ourselves and um and yeah god says no i make i make Man. names great i can you can take all the 
power in the world and influence and build a tower and it means nothing. I'm going to take like he's going to take the keys out of your hand. Uh, that's actually my house. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you're making out of my yep. house. Uh, actually, <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the holder of the keys. Yes. You know what I mean? Well, even thinking about the sin of these priests, right? It was the whole system was funding their power. Yeah, their power and their, you know, let me get some more wine and guzzle uh, some beer. And it was, yeah, it, they were lazy. They were, mm -hmm. but they were controlling of it. Mm -hmm. And Jesus threatened this little tower that they had built. Right. It was supposed to be a house of prayer for the yeah. nations. It was supposed to be a place where people came and just enjoyed the Lord, you know, the, mm. his holy mountain, let them rejoice in my house of prayer. And these burnt offerings and sacrifices acceptable on his altar for all nations. And, you know, and yet mm. they had turned this beautiful colony of heaven oh. into a place of, of death. And I, I think that I can see how it happened, you know, because <laughs> that same sin is in me. And I think that, that as just going through this week, um, I, I want God to purify me to purify us. And, and so I, the reason I popped my Bible open is I just finished Isaiah not long ago. And, um, after that, so that's 57, you know, as, as he keeps going, then toward the end, he just sparks such hope in, in 65, 17, I will create a new heavens and a new earth. These past events will be remembered, not be remembered or come to mind, you know, um, people build houses, live in them, plant vineyards, eat their fruit. He's just, you know, I will restore as a, 66 as a mother comforts her son. I'll comfort you. You'll be comforted, you know, and verse 22, the new heavens, the new earth. I'll it, it's just, I love that even though there is this uh, shadow of indictment rightly from the prophet, that book ends with the same way that, you know, revelation ends, you know, that he is coming to make all things new and all of the, the, the shadow of darkness that we ourselves have brought on onto the land, he himself will reign as King mm. of Kings and Lord of Lords. He himself will take every cup, you know, and, wow. and finish that work. And so that's the other thing I think Easter does is just helps us like fix our hope, right? No matter what shadows are falling on our path now, Christ is determined to make all mm. things new and it, and it will come. Right. And yep. it will not be because of the noble hearts of us or mm -hmm. our righteous deeds that we bring. Uh, yeah. Jesus Christ is going to yep. bring it. You yep. know? I think about I'm really looking forward to Sunday, too, mm -hmm. and the Man. celebration of the resurrection. Mm -hmm. We're going to be in First Corinthians 15, where Paul talks about the resurrection of yeah. the body, because in Corinth, you know, that was not a that was a countercultural belief and mm -hmm. even false teaching that came into the churches. But that's our hope. Paul's saying totally. getting a new body is is our hope. And and Jesus was the first one to be raised and he will give all of us new bodies, too. But but I can't wait because it was a year ago that you and I were standing out in front of your house trying to film <laughs> a Easter video. It was terrible. Oh, man, it was terrible. It was the a tree was year. really beautiful. The we had tree that was magnolia beautiful. tree. Yeah. And we were, you know, everybody's quarantined. Yeah. So we're tr trying to, you know, capture what, what we can with this beautiful sign of new yeah. life you know yep. in this tree but yeah oh, but to be in thanks be to god <laughs> yeah we're here <laughs> we're here and but but to be to be able to gather this mm. easter will be so oh, meaningful man. as so we much. as we boast in 
in the resurrection. Mm. And that's exciting. I earlier this morning was reading in Philippians and, you know, just because I think it's Holy Week, my senses were more aroused to it. But I love at the end of three, he says, our citizenship is in heaven and we eagerly wait for a savior from there, the Lord Jesus Christ. Mm. He will transform the body of our humble condition into the likeness of his glorious body by the power that enables him to subject everything to himself. Wow. Isn't that beautiful? And then it goes wow. on. So then stand firm, yep. stand firm, like yep. that's what's coming. Yep. So I, I don't know what's creeping onto your path right now. Yep. Fix your hope on the risen Christ because he is going to beckon you into yep. new life. And oh, that's yeah. our citizenship. This is, is, this is of, of yep. all weeks, our opportunity as Christians to reclaim our citizenship is in heaven. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And just that's, that's where we await our savior. So yep. yeah, it's, yep. it's a beautiful. That's cleansing. Good. Yeah. good. Well, I hope that you guys, um, yeah, are just going into this week. Uh, maybe this can be an encouragement for you to take some time to, mm. to reflect and, and invite the Lord to come in and, and just cleanse, mm. cleanse out uh, Keith green, the cleansing out the dust mm. within the, the places in our hearts that, that uh, need to be cleansed. Well, uh, for those of you that that um, don't get our whole Lord of the Rings analogies and stuff, this is a great time for you to you know hit end on the, <laughs> on the thing because I'm gonna ask I'm gonna fire it up. We we were oh, you, man. you met another character that was meaningful, yeah, uh, and and you had a little confession yeah. of a new character. So my favorite uh, new character for those of us for those people that may be interested. Um, I have brought up the Lord of the Rings. What would a <laughs> what would a roundtable be without talking? We gotta about have a little yeah. Bit. We have to have a moment. But so uh, yeah, I, I want to hear. Start, I started making my way back through the books, and I'm I'm nearing the end of of book one where the Fellowship is formed, the Fellowship of the Ring. Um, but they encounter Galadriel, and uh, her uh, presence, uh, her. Uh, security in the role that she is playing, knowing that she can't go on that noble quest, knowing that she's not even the king of her realm, all that. Um, her, yeah, just presence and recognition that she has one role to play. She's going to play that well and take such glorious kind of humility hmm. in who she is and what she was made to do and to be in the story just caught me kind of by surprise. I mean, she is not, she kind of goes away. She, she enters in a little bit later on, but uh, she's not part of this company, this part of this mm -hmm. fellowship that's gonna carry on the quest, but her character just comes through. And so all of a sudden she's become now in this reading, my absolute favorite character. Do you, can you read that quote? Or would it not make sense oh, yeah. without the context of, I thought so it was just, is, yeah. Uh, if you're watching instead of listening, I'll show you this beautiful version of the book that I, I found super cheap. I don't know how I found it so cheap, but uh, was able to get it. But um, this is while they're at the council together before continuing on the journey, the fellowship that is. And uh, they have just found out, the elf council has just found out that Gandalf um, has passed into the chasm. And, and then here is the quote, but even then, even now there is hope left. I will not give you counsel saying do this or do that. For in doing or contriving, nor in choosing between this course and another can I avail, but only in knowing what was and is, and in part also what shall be. 
But this I will say to you, your quest stands upon the edge of a knife. Stray but a little, and it will fail to the ruin of all. Yet hope remains while all the company is true. Ah, uh, and with that word, she held them with her eyes and in silence, searchingly looked at each of them in turn. Um, so I, the reason I love that quote is she is not sure that they're going to be successful. This quest is not a sure quest at all. And in fact, it is in constant jeopardy. Every choice they make uh, threatens their noble quest. But I love that line though, that hope remains while all the company is true. And what I'm, what I'm wow. saying is what it stirred in me is to say, I have to be true to the Lord, the one who's calling me on this quest. I have to be true to my brothers and sisters who are on this journey with me. Let my heart be true. Will we be successful in this venture or that mm. venture? Only the Lord of the harvest knows for sure. But I want our company to be true. Wow. I, I love how she talks about it being on the razor. Yeah, on the, the razor. Yeah. yeah, your your quest. Uh, but yeah. only knowing, let's see. Uh, yeah. But this I will say to you, your quest stands upon the edge of a knife. I feel that way. Yeah you know, stray, because, but a little stray, but a fail. Yes. Stray, but a little like, you know, and uh, amazing grace, like many dangerous toils and snares. Mm. Like there's so many things, mm. there's so many ways to screw this thing up. Totally. <laughs> you know, there's so totally. many things, so yes. many ways to leave the path and to oh. allow sin to derail this beautiful work of God that he's doing. Mm -hmm. And I just, um, yeah, when you when you were reading that to me earlier, I, I feel that way. And oh just, man, I feel it. And so, and one of those characters, in just a couple chapters, will make our reckless turn. You know what I mean? And so, yeah. And and she's one of those. But once once she said that, she just went through and stared at each one of them, kind of giving them, yeah, like a premonition mm -hmm. of what their own role mm -hmm. could be. And yeah, wow. I want to receive that. You yeah, know? yeah. Well, even Jesus at the at uh, the supper. The Last Supper, when he looks around and they're all like, who is it? Is it going to be me? Is it is me? It, is it I me? mean, it's a very similar oh, moment man. to where like someone here is going to is going to betray me. Totally. And so, totally. yeah, it's uh, yeah, that's good. Well, um, Greg, you want to be on the roundtable? <laughs> <laughs> Greg Truman just showed up. So I guess that means our roundtable's done this yep, week. It's so. a good time to end. Yeah, we, we only have open spaces in our church. And so uh, that's a reminder. We'll, we'll, someday we'll get our own offices or conference room. Or, or not. Uh, yeah, or not. Or not. Yeah. The quest will continue. <laughs> yeah. uh, but anyway, well, that's um yeah it's fun to uh to reflect on these things and uh we got our lord of the rings moment in so we met our quota so all is well um yeah but anyway we hope you guys have a great week and if you're going to be joining us uh good friday um it's going to be more reflective um uh, a time to reflect on the cross and then on sunday to just rejoice and uh so we can't wait to to celebrate uh with you with god's people so until then, have a great week. We'll see you next time.